And we're live. And we're live. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> it will never not be funny to me. God damn it. What's really funny is that I was about to say one day it will stop being funny, but today is not that day. Not today. No. Wait, hold on. Dunsparce evolution is just another Dunsparce? Are you playing Pokemon right now? Pokemon doesn't make any fucking sense. Dunsparce does not evolve. No, I stop. I don't buy Pokemon anymore because my ADHD is too bad. I get distracted in Pokemon battles. Wow. <laughs> turn-based con- turn combat takes too long. <laughs> I can't wow, Lester. Oh, I hyper-focus on turn-based combat. Okay, on three, everybody stop your recording. Why? We'll what? pick it back up in just a second. Uh, I got to listen to mine and make sure it's sounding okay. Because oh, okay. it's being weird. All right. Oh, okay. So, all right. On three. One, two, three. And we're double live. Ooh. It's quick. I almost didn't hit three in time because I, like, spaced off a little bit. <laughs> but I hit it in time. Man, Lester. I think I do need Adderall. But I don't, I don't know how to... You need something, baby doll. I don't know how to bring that up to a doctor without it immediately coming off as, like, I have a pill-popping addiction. You know what? I just think, like, five minutes of banter, and they're going to be like, okay, let's get you some controlled substances. They'll know immediately, Lester. I'm going to come out with, like, so many prescriptions. (laughs) All right. My caffeine is kicking in. Come on. Welcome to Nameless Monsters, where we're all drug addicts. I'm not. Well, I do get real sad without my anxiety meds. That's not a drug addiction. That's like... Oh, man. I mean, like, that's how the drug works. <laughs> sure. Otherwise, sure. we could be like, you've got a kidney medication addiction. <laughs> i'm addicted i'm addicted to living high on life gotta get get that sweet sweet hit welcome to nameless monsters episode 11 fuck yeah pew 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 pew, pew. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> Thank you, everyone, so much for joining us for this wonderful episode. It's starting out real strong here. Um, I am Nate. I am the DM or GM or Keeper, however you want to say it. And I go by he, him pronouns. And with us today... We have Heather. Hi, I'm Heather. I play Mags. We Dennis. Use she, her pronouns. <laughs> oh, sorry. Dennis. Hi, I'm Dennis. I play Brad. I use he, him pronouns. And Lester. I'm Lester. I play Morris. I use he, him pronouns. You always sound like you want to be dead when you do your introduction. <laughs> I, okay, police just went by. I think I need to redo my whole introduction. Oh my gosh. I I don't know why there's. Now you can sound extra dead. All right. (laughs) Do it. Just do it now. My name's Lester. I play Morris. I use he, him pronouns. Lester Lester the AI is back. Yeah. It's a throwback. I expect this whole episode to be done like that. No, please. Don't. Don't tempt him. We'll do it. Cue intro music. We'll be right back. 
So, last time on Nameless Monsters, who wants to do our summary? It's Lester's turn. It's Lester's turn. Yeah, it's Lester's turn, I think. We all decided to stalk Greg. Morris, looking good in six months to go into business with Greg, selling (laughs) crystals and pie and whatever else at his general store. We also found out it was a very successful general store, which I guess makes sense because it's the only store in town. Brad went to Greg's Muscle Hut. Mags went to Greg's Garage that I don't remember what it's called. Is it just Greg's Garage? That sounds right. I don't think we ever named it. Sounds right to me. I think when we checked back together, did we check back and discover, like, Greg was never in two places at once? Yeah. Yeah. Down to the second. (laughs) Okay. So then we went to the sheriff's office to talk to Sheriff Gilly. And so while Mags was giving Sheriff Gilly a complete and utter nervous breakdown, (laughs) Morris decided to distract the deputy by flirting with him and getting his phone number. Maybe, maybe not, you know, with the most enthusiasm from the deputy. And then we're in the car and I'm pretty sure Heather just threatened Sheriff Gilly, like crashing the car earlier. No. You definitely said something about her being in danger in Mags' car. No, I, (laughs) Sheriff Gilly was like keeling over from knowledge of the outside world and i was saying that we needed to like go back to the game and help them and you guys are the ones who made it about mags trying to kill everybody and And with us today we have cold-blooded heather no murderer Look, Mr. <laughs> Kelly was was a casualty of face spiders. I like how you're accepting that you did, in fact, kill Mr. Kelly now. I mean, <laughs> shut up, Nate. You all did. <laughs> <laughs> but so we have, okay, we have Sheriff Gilly in the car who is currently having a brain aneurysm brought on by a fractured continuity error. <laughs> Something like that? Yeah. And okay. we're trying to get to Miss Adelaide's. Something like that. I mean, you don't know. No, we don't. What? Why are you asking me? Not to, you don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Okay, so I think that we open with all of you pulling up in Mag's SUV in front of Adelaide's house. This is becoming a very common scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just needs to set up a drive through for us to like... <laughs> Toss yeah. injured people. <laughs> an, an ER entrance. Yes, yeah. perfect. We see the SUV pull up. Uh, everybody jumps out and begins carrying the sheriff inside. And then we cut to inside in one of the rooms of the bed and breakfast. And you are all standing around a bed with an unconscious Sheriff Gilly. So we should get her some Excedrin. Okay. Um. So I will. I will convey to Adelaide what happened. That you know we were showing them current technology from outside, and they grabbed their head and stomach and keeled over. And we need to help. Can I go consult my binder for headaches? Yeah, of course. Is there anything about this? Roll. Hmm. The thing is, I don't think this would be in the binder. Well, okay. I mean, you could find stuff kind of like this in the binder, I guess. Uh, go ahead and roll. I think what we need is some lavender and peppermint to, uh, you know, get those mind juices rolling. Uh, and maybe a couple crystals. <laughs> I'll really help her headache. Adelaide turns to you and says, yeah, um, 
I have everything but the crystals down in the basement. And I have the crystals. I don't really use crystals. They're just kind of, you know, for decoration. Shut the fuck up, Adelaide. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. <laughs> Morris? You want to sleep outside tonight? Maybe I huh? how cold is it outside? <laughs> it's not. It's quite warm. It's very hot and humid, and there's a lot of mosquitoes. Oh, mosquitoes. <sighs> you know, Adelaide... Normally, I would not accept such crystal slander from people, but you, you know, we're good friends and I don't want to yeah. sleep outside. So, you know, uh-huh. just don't do it again. Yeah, that's what I thought. I could give you another headache. She leaves to go get the uh, the herbs and stuff. You said you give her another headache. <laughs> Are you going to do that? Are you going to roll magic right here? No, right last now? time I rolled magic as a joke, bad things happened. <laughs> Thank you, Lester, for that moment of shining self-awareness. <laughs> it was beautiful. I'm glad I was here to witness it. <laughs> yeah. All right. What am I rolling? Am I rolling? It's fine if not. Yeah, you can roll, I think, investigate a mystery. Okay. So that's going to be my negative one using on the on the investigate from the bad things previously with morris words that made a whole lot of sense what, what are you Excuse talking me? about <laughs> heather's having a stroke everybody i heard morris words i have had since the end of episode nine i've had minus one forward on my next investigate a mystery and use magic rolls regardless i rolled a 10 okay so i believe you hold two so i guess what happened here what kind of what kind of magic is going to have this effect Hmm. a mental magical effect having a physical reaction i think that what happens is you find a chapter on like mind-altering magic Mm. and you read a bit about it there aren't any ways like directions on how to do it in this book of course not it's kind of just warning you against it and kind of some steps you can take to help protect yourself from it a bit yeah how to make a tinfoil hat and what kind of symptoms you can observe in people who have had these kinds of magics done to them. Okay. And I assume that Gilly lines up with those symptoms. Gilly does line up with some of those symptoms. Some of them. Certainly, you think it's likely that the reaction was brought on, of course, by seeing something that doesn't really exist here. Yeah. And then it triggering a memory of life before here. Okay. Or something of the sort. The magic is fighting against her mind right now. Okay. And it it says something about the sheriff as well. Yeah, some strength of will. Shows that she is definitely stronger of will than somebody like, say, Greg (laughs) would be. (laughs) I'm joking. You You don't really know, Greg. Working on it, though. We should invite Greg to a potluck. All right, what's your second question? Give it to me. Give it to me, baby. What can hurt it? Ah, that's a good question. What can we do to stop this? Are there mitigation techniques? Okay, so the the way to remove it once it's already been done is incredibly difficult. Mm. It's going to be big magic, first of all. Okay. 
mm-hmm. but it's the the problem is you need to know how it was done in order to undo it. Need to see how the knot was tied. So, big magic in order to remove this effect from Sheriff Gilly. And Adelaide has gone to get herbs and oils. Yeah, but again, you need to find whatever put it on them. The little curse thing? Do you think... See, this is why it's so hard to play a dumb character. I have so many questions <laughs> that I can't justify asking as Brad. You can just ask them, Dennis. You don't have mm. to 24-7 be in character. I'm not ever requiring that of you, my dude. Mm. Okay. You guys can talk about your theories. <laughs> and to that point, we haven't talked about that green light in a while. Would you guys have seen the light when Jaden Indigo had the little thingy he dropped in the cave? No, I specifically have that written down that only you saw that. Okay, so you guys have never even seen the light. So I think you all have kind of fucked around enough that it's evening. If you guys still want to do stuff today, please, by all means. We're trying to help Gilly here. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, I understand. Can we just get like some kind of temporary reprieve from this thing that doesn't explode her brain so we can maybe ask them about their life before coming to Triple Springs, do you think? Like, is that something that's manageable without untangling the whole knot? You have no idea. Nobody has any idea. I don't have any idea, to be blunt. But the book doesn't mention anything about it. You could try something. I do want to ask Adelaide a question when she comes back. So whenever she's back. Unless you guys have something you want to do. I'm curious about Morris something. Morris could just take a shot in the dark and cast some magic. I mean, do what you do. Magic crystals. <laughs> well, I mean, if Morris failed the magic, I think her head might explode. Yeah, uh, Mags will actively encourage not that. If, if Morris okay. starts chanting, Max is going to slap him across the face. Okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew that's what you were thinking. Okay. Okay, so let's say Adelaide comes back up, right? And Brad can't really do anything. He's not a magic boy. So if he gets a minute... Oh, I had peppermint oil on me. Oh, well, there we go. Problem solved. We can just put a little peppermint oil, like, underneath... On their temples. Like on her top lip? Filtrum or whatever it's called. I'm sure that'll do it. Yeah. Let's do it. No, I have peppermint oil listed as one of the items for what I need when I need it. Oh. I think because <laughs> okay. I, I was coming up with things for Morris to stick in his pockets and like spiders don't like peppermint oil and we were fighting spiders for a while. <laughs> yes, I remember that. <laughs> Morris, Morris is going to rub a little bit of peppermint oil underneath their nose. Like a smear of peppermint oil. I think that they wake up. Oh, shit. That worked so good. <laughs> I mean, we were all making fun of Lester, but they look around groggily and they say, "What? What? What happened?" Uh, you... I just cured your headache with good old-fashioned homeopathic uh, medicine. You conked out like, like hardcore conked out. What? I can't. Uh, I can't remember. Where am I? Our uh, house. Well, temp- temporarily, yes. We're at uh, Miss Adelaide's uh, bed and breakfast. That's where we've been staying. And um, we didn't want to take you to, like, Greg's veterinary and um, uh, dentistry, so... Oh, yeah, that's the only other doctor in town. <laughs> yeah, so we just... I don't know, Max has, like, some medical supplies, so we thought we'd bring you back somewhere that we knew was comfortable, um, at least. And then so. we let the least competent person do the medicine. I 
passed out? Yeah, it was. Uh, what do you remember? I, I, I remember y'all coming into the station. Yeah. That's, uh, this isn't a kidnapping, is it? No. No, 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 no. You were, you were telling us about two missing persons. Yeah. Getting um, lost north of here. Can you tell us anything about that? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why they went out there, but, um, the mayor came and told me about it. Said he saw them running off into the woods, so, uh, trying to get out there and look for him but I, I i don't know if i can go now my head oh god well we can take a we can take a look around that's what we were going to do for you anyway you know we had offered to help and you had accepted that um since mags here is an an agent of the federal government i don't know if you remember that detail you are yes you got any identification of course and i'll hand them my badge again Right, right. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Don't don't apologize. It's it's it, it's all good. Do people go missing a lot around here? Because we've got these two. Do you know their names, by the way? Uh, no, people don't. Um, well, I was just wondering because we've got these two, and then like Sam Kelly went missing a few days ago. That was crazy. Sam. That at... was crazy. Who? Uh, never mind. I guess I was, I was thinking about something else. Uh, forget I said anything. Um, so do you have like reports on these two or something? Like, do you have details in a file somewhere we could look at? No, I had just, I had just gotten the call. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, the names are, uh, hold on one second. Let me randomly generate some names. (laughs) We need some Twitter followers so we can tell people to to put their names out there. I know, right? Jennifer. Or we need some we need some Mastodon followers. Jess. So that, uh... Yes. Carl. Christoph. Sven. Olaf. These are just the characters in Frozen. <laughs> Frozen characters. Um, <laughs> Delia Caldwell. And okay. Jesse Caldwell. Okay. Delia and Jesse. Which one is which one is which? Delia is the mom. Okay. Cool. I mean not cool they're missing, but you know, uh, affirmative. Understood. No, I, I yeah. Yeah. Do you have like walkie-talkies or anything we could use while we're out there? Since, you know, our uh, you know, yeah, phones aren't really working. Yeah, just uh go by the station. Okay. Tell um Deputy Wallace, to, that I said to give him to him. Um, I don't. I don't know that I've got. Um, I don't have Max. Did you have any other questions? Well, or? I we were. You you may not remember this, Sheriff, but we were kind of comparing stories here. You were trying to tell us how long you've been here in Triple Springs. How how long you've been with the department. Yeah, I got transferred here. Um, oh. It wasn't too long ago. So there are people who know enough about Triple Springs to, like, organize transfers here? I think this is the fiction that has been Oh, foisted created. upon yeah. them. Where did you transfer from? Just curious. 
Molten. It's a little town, um, about 45 minutes away. Okay, cool. Like I said, just just an idle curiosity. Trying to get to know who we're working with. That's all. Do you want to ride back to the station or to your house? Adelaide's got plenty of rooms if you want to just crash. Yeah, that's just... it, is, it is a bed and breakfast. Yeah. I, I think I'm just gonna... And then their head falls to the side. Oh shit, she's dead. Their head falls to the side <gasps> and... Uh, and I killed them! They look dead. Checking the pulse. Yeah, she's... They're... Shit! <laughs> I just did it too. There's she, they. I think keep defaulting to she because I'm like, oh, they get a, they're get they a reasonable person who gets along with Mags. So they must be a woman. <laughs> 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 they're not some bizarre nightmare creature like Greg. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. They kind of slump over and they look dead. I check their pulse. And Mags, yeah. you rush over and check the pulse and they're just sleeping. Okay. Okay, good. I really thought you would kill them off. I'm going to pick them up gently and move them to a bed. Princess style. Uh, they were already in the yeah. bed, my dude. Oh, okay. Well, you said slump, <laughs> so I assumed chair. Yeah, we'll futz with the pillows. and. I pick them up out of the bed and then put them back in the bed. <laughs> so back in a different yes. bed. Oh, you've got to leave that in, Heather. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will. That was perfect. Uh, Brad is one of those TikTok people who like trains to lift up, like specifically to lift people. <laughs> you never know when you're going to need to pick someone uh, Sheriff up. Sheriff Gilly is quite large. Not fat, just very, very stocky. Robust was the word you used. While Brad is holding her, he's like, just gives like a nod of respect. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. They could probably, word, you know, bench you. Maybe maybe Brad's going to flirt with Sheriff Gilly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. How old is the sheriff? Did we ask that question? You did not. How old is the sheriff? Late 40s. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can work with that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you opened the door. Everybody's bonable now. <laughs> Even Greg. No. Oi. Oh my god, that's how we're going to get Greg on our side. Oh my gosh. We're going to draw straws to see who has to sleep with him. <laughs> oh god. Oh man. <laughs> so, Sheriff is asleep. Mm-hmm. Do we sort of, I guess we sort of like, sh- like hush and usher everybody out? Are we sn- sneaking out? Let's go s- get some walkie-talkies from Deputy Wallace. Yeah. And head north. Um, I'm going to find Adelaide real quick. And before we go, okay, so hey, listen. I have a question for you. Are you DTF? <laughs> I ripped my shirt off. Um, just, kidding. just the cover oh. of a romance novel. Yep. Uh, a mysterious breeze blows through the bed and breakfast and Brad's hair whips around his head. Adelaide has like a basket of laundry on one on one hip and a loose blouse. Brad comes in and says, oh, can you wash this too? And starts unbuttoning his shirt. <laughs> no, Brad. No. Uh, you have to do your own laundry. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. That's fine. I was just kidding anyway. It was just a joke. So, um, uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I, I do have a, a real question for you. So, you know... Everybody in the town forgets all the bad things that happen, right? Yeah, yeah. But you remember. I do. How do you remember? Is it something about the magic on the house or or what? I think so. Okay. That's what I've suspected. And that's why I keep all of the wards 
in good condition. Okay. So so you think that like the three of us are probably good as long as we're spending time here? As long as you spend enough time here, I think so. I don't guess you know how much time is enough time. I couldn't tell you, Brad. Adelaide basically okay. doesn't leave the house, right? Like she's a real homebody. Yeah. yeah, she does not leave the house very often at all. We could set up an experimental control. So like Adelaide would be the variable, never leaves the house. And then we could just force someone to sleep outside. <laughs> I could sleep in the van. I've got a bed and in there. And see like when, when there starts being like a memory discrepancy maybe. I mean, we can try that. But only if you like Adelaide. Do you think if we did that and I came back into the house, it would reverse itself? Would I remember again? Honey, I have no idea. Okay, I know I'm asking you a lot of big questions. I'm sorry. I just all of this is I, no. It's okay. I these are questions that I want to know as know the answer to as well. But I just don't have the answers. I if you can maybe get Sheriff Gilly to stay here. Uh, we can see if and that see if it gets repaired. Gets Ooh, any better? That's a good idea. One of uh, us is gonna have to seduce Sheriff Gilly. Right. Keep um, them in the throes of passion, so they don't realize how much work they've skipped. Well, I mean, you can't do that because you are in a committed relationship with Officer. I'm Wallace. already committed <laughs> with Tony. Brad seems pretty um, raring to go. So, <laughs> you know, okay. Brad blushed like he is bright red right now. Um, <laughs> She laughs. I mean, they're a beautiful person. Um, they're a beautiful them. And, um, you know, they seem they seem confident. And confidence is always attractive. But I don't want to presume, you know, too much here. Um, anyway, we're going to go. We're going to go look for some missing people. Um, You're going to go at night? Oh, shit. It is nighttime, isn't it? Do you know Delia Caldwell? Her daughter, Jessie? The name rings a bell. Do you know if they have any association with Mayor Cordry? I mean, he's the mayor. Everybody kind of knows him. He's the one, well, it raises my hackles that he is the one who reported them missing. He reported them missing? That is weird, isn't it? He's the one who made the call to Gilly. Hmm. Thinking it might have been an inside job? That's what I'm thinking. The mayor certainly is, um... <laughs> Involved. Yes. And I still don't know how he gets in past my wards, but he does. Oh. oh I didn't even think about that. Oh. I didn't either. He did just waltz in that morning, didn't he? Hmm. Nothing bad's ever come of it. So, so. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Are your wards... Well, okay, didn't we also walk in through your wards? Are your wards against, like, specific people or, like, non-humans or, like, what's the particulars because like greg couldn't get in but we could but morris couldn't when he was a ghost even though morris could when he was a human. but the mayor can even though i assume he is human weirdos it just keeps out weirdos humans can get in mostly okay um, unless they're very very bad humans but being the mayor and being in charge of all of this i would have assumed that he was i don't know something something more than just a, a random person has it been established when he was elected mayor? No. How many years ago? Uh, his family has had control of this town for a long time. So mayor is not really an accurate, it's more of like a title, not like a like a accurate description of the process. He's like a, a land yeah. baron. Oh, we have elections. He just always runs unopposed. When we asked you when the next election was, so we, that we could make brad b mayor you said there were never elections oh sorry well uh <laughs> there i said there were nope i said there were never elections because you were pissed at morris he never runs opposed 
Right. Mayor Brad is coming back into play. It's looking better and better. And I think we could get Greg to vote for Mayor Brad. You think so? We made a real connection. That's like four votes right there, right? Wow. Very impressive. Let's go get those walkie-talkies, and then in the morning, because I have learned my lesson about sneaking out at night, probably mostly. That's not funny. We stick together. We will go in the morning, okay? Here's the thing, though. I am concerned about the idea of the two of them being out alone at night. I'm worried about us, too, of course, but I feel like we're probably a little better equipped than a mom and her daughter. Right there, we cut to a swamp in twilight. We see a child hiding among the roots of a mangrove tree. They're covered in dirt and mud, huddled inside the cavity of the roots. The camera cuts to their perspective and we see a bloated shape trudging through the swamp into frame. It's hard to make out between the entwined roots. We just see parts of the creature as it stalks past. Glimpses of algae-covered skin. It's too tall for us to see its head, but we can tell that it's searching. We hear it move through the water, sniffing the air. It closes the distance to the tree where the child is hiding, but strides past. She lets out a shaky breath of relief. And suddenly there's a fishy eye filling the screen, surrounded by scaly skin. And we're left with Jesse's screams as the camera cuts to black. folks nate here i just wanted to take a minute and thank you all for listening and for peer pressuring your friends into listening too we are so grateful to our supportive community over at the actual place discord please enjoy this little peek at one of our fellow podcasts do you love role-playing or tabletop games do you love monster of the week shows like buffy the vampire slayer or supernatural do you wish you could find a podcast that combines all of those things well look no further Thornvale is a narrative-driven actual play podcast following three monster hunters as they fight to keep a small town in Florida safe from the creatures that threaten it. It's full of action. So do you actually say that? Yes, I'm actually going to say that. I'll be like, I'll distract him, you get him. And so I'm going to try... Okay, Bjorn, how are you going to get him? Um, Comedy. I just got this image in my head, now this is me, not Sammy, of this dragon that was collecting materials for a chicken farm. (laughs) 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 And truly awful dice rolls. Nope, another oh. three. That's, oh that's my, my second three in a row. Oh my gosh. We're killing this thing. If that sounds like it's up your alley, then look us up wherever you listen to podcasts. So, where do we want to go from the scene where you say that you're worried about her out there? We're going to get walkie-talkies, and then are we going out into the woods tonight? I think we need to. All right, so we cut to... All of you in the SUV again, at night, headed towards the sheriff's station. Yep. Mags, do you want to see if what that that missing persons report looks like for Sam Kelly, if it's even still there? I'm just, I yes. don't know. Maybe it doesn't mean anything. No, I curious. think that's a good idea. 
That's very smart, Brad. Oh. Do we want to do that now or should we put that off since we know there's a little girl in danger? I think that we can take an extra 15 minutes to find that file. Yeah, when are we going to get a better chance? All right, is Deputy Tony at the front desk? Yeah. Hey, uh, have you all seen the sheriff? Hey, Tony. Deputy Wallace, Sheriff Gilly is not feeling well. They had a migraine and needed to go home. They have asked us to assist with the missing persons case. If you and Morris could obtain walkie-talkies for us and any other field gear that you think we might need while we are out in the north of town um, looking for these people. Are you allowed to be out past curfew? Yes, we've been given dispensation. Tony, Tony. Sheriff Gilly understands our special relationship and they gave us like special permission to be out late um, so that I could see you. And so that um, Mags and Brad, I guess, could get these walkie-talkies. Wow. Tony blushes and stammers. I don't know if it came across Discord, but I did do a finger gun and then a little click-click with my tongue. Oh, I heard yeah, it. Yeah, I thought yeah. you did kiss-kiss. No. Oh, no. It, it was a I knew that was finger guns. I felt it in my soul. <laughs> While he's doing that, I'm giving Mags like little hand signals like, should we go? Do you want to? You go this way, I'll go that way. Do you know where, you look? where do we go? Yeah. I don't know police stations. I'm going to go to Gilly's office and look for the file. I'm just going to turn a circle in the lobby and see if I can find a door that says files or <laughs> evidence or something. <laughs> yeah, they've got to have an evidence lock. Private, up. personnel only, something like that. Let's roll. Finally. I'm thinking an investigative mystery and a help out. I will definitely help out then because I have a zero sharp. Okay. Be good, be good, be good, be a good. A five and a two is a seven, plus two is nine, plus the help out, maybe? Guess who gets to mark experience, guys? No! Oh, no. But if I'm flirting, if I'm flirting with Dennis, is that a kind of help out? <laughs> with Dennis? Only... Is Morris helping me help Max? <laughs> I believe it's only one help out per. Would it make more sense canonically for Morris to be the one to roll? help out since he's distracting shot your shot too early i'm afraid it's already done ah prematurely ejaculated that help out (laughs) (laughs) that's the problem is while i'm looking for the evidence locker i stumble into a closet and morris and deputy wallace are in there just sucking face (laughs) let me look at what happens on a on a miss i i don't want to say fail Okay, so, on a miss, you expose yourself to trouble or danger without helping. Well, it says help bonuses do not stack. So, Morris, you can roll help out. I'll let you do that. That's your move for the scene. Please fail. That would just be icing on the fucking cake. I got a... I got a nine. Okay. So, you expose yourself to... Trouble or danger. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. How dangerous is this Tony guy really going to be? He's not. The real danger here is that you fall in love. Oh. (laughs) The ultimate complication. The trouble is that I'm not going to dictate what Morris feels. That's up to Lester. Thank you. I can dictate how Tony feels, though. 
<laughs> oh no. Tony is a bit smitten. A bit Aww. is probably an understatement. He's Twitter pated. Yes. Yes, he's Twitter pated. And we will come to the ramifications of that in just a moment after we complete this investigative mystery. So I believe Heather Mags gets plus two. An 11, in fact. Right, Lester? Plus two from your helpouts? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sick nasty. So I guess, thinking about Sam Kelly, what is being concealed here is the obvious first question. What is being concealed here? Hmm. This is a hard question to answer when I tell you this information. Lots of things that are being concealed. Well, there are a lot of things being concealed, <laughs> but you don't know what they are. Because when you start looking through files, most of it is just blank. The stuff that isn't blank is like somebody brought into the drunk tank, right? Or Farmer Mallow is... Mad about the dogs in his field. So are there, right? is there a file labeled Kelly and it's just got blank pages in it? There is no file labeled okay. Sam Kelly. There are blank files with blank sheets of paper in them. Okay. And and if I were to look at the sheriff's blotter, right? Like the official mm -hmm. charge report. Is that what it's called? That there are blocks of time missing where I know that four or you know seven days ago that sheriff gilly was at the kelly house because i saw them there yes not there is none of but that there's information nothing there. recorded correct it's just blocks of missing time correct okay sorry to not really give you anything but that's no just the reality no no, no that's fine i'm i'm trying to think of what my follow-up question should be because if there's just nothing that is information in and of itself. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, there we go. Is this a magical effect? Or might it be a physical hand involved? Like You're if, asking a very specific question. What's the question you're asking off of Investigative Mystery? What happened here? So you think what happened here is either... It's it's one of a couple of things, okay? You don't think that somebody could be coming in and just making all these blank sheets? Yeah. Right? So it's probably one of two things. It is magic that is destroying the information, mm -hmm. or it is they are not recording it Okay. for whatever reason. Maybe they think they are, but they are not. Along with that... Is there actually a report documenting these two missing people? There is nothing written yet for that. They had just gotten the call, if you recall. Well, I know, but like there's no no phone message pad from, you know, Deputy Wallace. Call the mayor, there's something going on. Post it next to the phone with those two people's names. None of that. Sure, yeah, there's a post-it next to the phone with their names. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take that and put it in my wallet. Okay, great. Okay, so, Brad. Yeah. Bad things happen. We need to get to that. Do we? <laughs> nah. Brad. Yes. 
You are searching through one of the filing cabinets, and you pick out one of the files. You open it up. It is, it's not labeled. You open it up, and it is blank. And you're looking at it, and you're wondering what the hell is going on with this. Why are there all these blank files in here? Mm -hmm. You toss it to the side. You pick out another one. You toss it to the side. You pick out another one. It's blank. More blank. You keep keep tossing them. You pick up the last one, and you, like, start looking at it, and... You hold up a lighter under the page <laughs> to see if there's like hidden ink or something. And I like that. <laughs> Somebody wrote on it and pee. And you accidentally light the page on fire and in your surprise you you just like jump and drop it and it lands on all these other papers that are on the floor and they go up. Stomp it out. Stomp it out. And there's a bunch of folders and papers on the floor, and they are, like, catching one after another. And then the uh, fire alarm starts going off. Um, yeah, I, I initially tried to just stomp it out, <laughs> and, um... It's gotten out of your control, unfortunately. It's gotten out of oh, my control. Oh, no. Uh, I, 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 um... <laughs> I may use my panic button move. <laughs> um, Perfect! <laughs> Because I don't want the I don't want the deputy to see me in here with all these files and everything. <laughs> so uh, let's see. When you need to escape, name the route you'll try and roll plus sharp on a plus ten. You're out of danger, no problem. On a seventy nine, you can go or stay, but it's going to cost you that plus sharp. Um, either you, yeah, I know. I've got to do something about that. On a miss, you're caught halfway out. I think what I see is, um, you know, since this is like a filing room or uh -huh, whatever, uh -huh. uh, there aren't like a lot of like full windows, but I think it has like some of those like half windows kind of like up towards the top of the wall. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think what I'm going to try to do is get to one of those, like climb up on a filing okay. cabinet and okay. push one, like just find an open one sure, and just drop down to the street okay. or like the alley behind the police All right, station. roll panic button. Oh my gosh. Oh god. If nothing else, I'm getting more experience. Oh so. man. <laughs> okay, that is a 7. Okay. Okay, so, so what mixed what happens on a mixed success? Uh, on a mixed success, I can go or I can stay, but if I go, it's going to cost me. Either I leave something behind or something comes with me. I'm going to go. I do not want to be found in this back room. With a fire <laughs> that I accidentally started, if nothing else, just because it's embarrassing. I think that when you slip out of the window, your nunchucks come out <gasps> and drop no! into the room. My nunchucks, and they are consumed by the blaze. Oh my <gasps> god! Aren't those his blessed weapon? I don't think it was blessed yeah. or anything. No, they're not blessed, but they're like my I, my other item is a pocket knife. Oh so. no! <laughs> Sorry, bro. Says you leave something behind. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's that's the that's the way it rolls it is, sometimes. Unless you just want it to be all your clothes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> and the nunchuck is uh, somewhere on your person. <laughs> this is what we ran into last time. I've got it clenched between my butt cheeks, and the other half of it is like flouncing around like a tail. <laughs> oh god! No, I can lose the nunchucks. It's yeah, fine. sorry. Sorry, Brie. No, 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 it's fine. That's the way the dice... You just need more stuff. You sometimes. I do need more stuff. Yeah, look at all the shit Mortis has. <laughs> That's what I need. I need some good cargo <laughs> pants. Okay, Um. so 
everybody oh wait wait wait, we... wait 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 i have a question yeah can i now use my what could go wrong move to charge into immediate danger to get my nunchucks back <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking he's thinking he's gonna let it happen well my thought is he's either gonna have to burn a luck if it goes really badly or it goes really badly and more bad stuff happens, which is just, <laughs> you know. Fun for you. Yeah. <sighs> Let him do it. Let him do it. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it. Sweet. I need those nunchucks. <laughs> okay. Brad, uh, the camera. Okay. Here, here we go. Here's the scene. <laughs> we watch Brad squeezing out of this tiny window and his nunchucks like fall and bounce off of the filing cabinet and you hear that filing cabinet sound and it falls onto the floor and then we cut to the other side of the wall where you drop down and get up quickly and are like patting yourself down and you realize that you've left your nunchucks and you look up and you look at the window and we just see the flickering flames inside. We, well, we don't see the flames, but we see the light inside flickering. Oh my gosh. Smoke starts pouring out. Yep. Smoke's starting to come out. And I realize the nunchucks are gone, and I look up, and I I have a second where I'm like, I, uh, uh, shit. <laughs> and then I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I jump back for the window, and the what could go wrong move lets me take two forward on an act under pressure roll, which this very Ooh. much feels like it probably would be. Yes, it's definitely going so, to be. So, everybody cross your fingers. Heart of the dice. Snake eyes. Stop it. It is, thank God for that plus three, because that is a seven. Get, I rolled a three and a one on the dice. Oh, so it's a good thing that I had that plus two you forward. Get plus three. God, and that's I still huge. got a seven. Well, uh, I got plus one to cool, and then the plus two on the act under pressure. So oof. that's great. So it's a seven. It's a mixed success. Okay, so on a mixed success of act under pressure, you get a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Brad, your price to pay. You get a gnarly scar because your face and arm and hand get burned very badly trying to get back oh, out. Oh no, your beautiful face. <gasps> oh no. His only asset. And you will take three harm. <laughs> oh, Ignore armor. No. Three harm. Okay. Can I use my other hold on what could go wrong to reduce that harm by one? You may. Okay. I'm going to do that. So you do it. You pay the price. I think as much as Dennis the player wants to keep his nunchucks, I think that if I'm being true to the fact that Brad is a human man <laughs> made of flesh and blood... Easy. <laughs> yeah, mostly. Most I think so, I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's gonna dive into like I don't think he's gonna jump into a fire. I think I'm gonna take back the ignore armor. Okay, because <clears throat> if you take that back, then that makes the choice I don't, a lot but easier. Yeah, then it's not a price to pay. I just I don't know how to circumvent your armor with fire. It's not magical fire. Maybe worse outcome is I only get half the nunchucks, one half is yeah. burned up. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, that's that's the worst outcome. Just half of the nunchuck is burnt up and unusable. It is a charred piece of wood. The other half is fine. Yeah. And the chain connecting them is fine. But now you have like a nub. <laughs> a nub chuck. A nub chuck? Yeah. 
<laughs> oh. Nubchuck is pretty good. All right. So I grab it and I, I start to, I climb back up, I get out of the fire again and I land and I'm so satisfied with myself and I hold it up and I look at it and I go, oh, bummer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we cut to the front of the police station with the other three folks filing out. And Tony is like worrying over you, Morris, making sure you're okay, like asking if you need to go to the cool as a cucumber doctor or anything like that. Yes. Wait, Tony, is there a doctor in this town? Oh no, no, it's just Greg. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to go to Greg. Yeah, so I don't need a doctor. I'm good. Uh, you know, I got super glue at uh, Adelaide's. You're just, like, totally uninjured, and they're, like, freaking out. I'll find a moment when they're not paying attention to sort of, like, sneak in and be like, oh, guys, it's crazy. What happened? Did you know there's a fire in the building or something? Yes. Like, I don't... Yes, there is a fire. Okay, yeah. everybody's safe. Oh, my God. Okay. Whew. What? Gosh, the sprinklers should have put it out. I'm not sure what to do. Is there a fire station in this town? Just Greg. Greg comes rolling up in a wagon pulled by a horse. <laughs> yes. With just a bunch of oh, buckets man. full of water. Just a bunch of buckets full of water. <laughs> no, no, I take it back. It's not even buckets full of water. It's a wagon with a tarp in it, and the wagon itself is just full of water. <laughs> like one giant bucket. <laughs> Greg pulls up in a pickup truck, an old pickup truck. And there is, yes, a bunch of water in the bed of the pickup truck because <laughs> the like bed is, is covered in a tarp. It's sloshing around. <laughs> and uh, he gets out and he says, come on, boys. And a couple of other people get out. Are they also Greg's? Mm -hmm. No, they're not Greg's. They no. grab buckets and they start rushing in and throwing the water. Bucket line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that looks taken care of. Brad helps. Greg comes over, he says, we'll get this taken right care of. Deputy Tony, do you have somewhere to stay tonight? Like, do you have a house or do you just live at the station? Oh, no, um, I, I have a house. Do you, do you want to come oh. over? I mean, sorry, no, oh. Brad drops the bucket he was holding. <laughs> no, um, never mind, never mind. Um, listen, uh. I'm very easily spooked. You are? No, you are. Oh, oh, uh, I, I mean... I didn't even get a chance to respond. It's been a scary night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, if you're too scared... Tony, do you feel do you feel comfortable getting home on your own, or do you need me and me and Max to walk you home? Oh, um... And Brad, I guess he's here, too. Oh, I... I... Oh, no, I'm, I'm totally busy. <laughs> Probably just... Uh, Mags is busy, too, I think. I am. Um, Brad and I are yeah. busy. Wait, we drove here, didn't we? We did. How many miles away is your house? Oh, it's about, um... I bet Tony has a car. It's about a 20-minute walk. Are you guys really gonna let Morris drive your car? No! When the first thing you learned about Morris was that he cannot drive. No, it's a walk. Go ahead and, and go walk your friend home. Yes, I can walk you the 20 minutes to your house. And then Madge will pick me up the other 20 minutes to Adelaide's house. That's, um... I don't want to walk too far. <laughs> Well, just here, take take one of these walkie-talkies, and you just let us know. Do walkie-talkies have that big of a range? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. These are like the old-looking big walkie-talkies. Like the military kind. 
Mm -hmm. Like multiple miles, probably. Nice. All right, I'll walk uh, Tony home. Okay. And then I guess I'll meet you guys all back. Well, I'll radio to see how far away I am from Adelaide. Once Tony and Morris start heading that way, Mags is going to lead in to Brad and say, I think we should probably follow the... I, I, I'm not real keen on any of us going off by ourselves so if we want to morris has a gun tony gets handsy. you're not there you know <laughs> if, if we want to go ahead and just kind of you know maybe follow behind them from a respectable distance stay close ish be chaperones kind of i think they should have to roll stealth like a covert mission yeah i think it is awesome okay and brad like crouches he's like no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding it's 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 uh, i'm just kidding am i kidding no it's perfect do you want to do code names but oh um okay um okay do you have do you have one you are an agent no this this is my first mission remember i i, I don't have a uh, well, I didn't. Okay, we're gonna call you. Um, let's see. We need a theme, oh, right? Like the um, Secret Service does. Every White House has a. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's birds or code name stapler. <laughs> can we? Ooh, can we be? Do you want to be different crystals in honor of of Morris's um, cult? Sorry. Um, MLM organization. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> As you guys are sitting here talking, the camera kind of pans away, and we just see Morris and Tony walking off into the night. Okay. If Tony gets handsy, I am going to <clears> shoot <throat> him. If we can do an episode ending scene, Lester, like okay. out front of Tony's house. Oh. So the scene opens with you and Tony walking up to just a, a very small, quaint little home. And Tony says, well, um, thanks for walking me home. You really didn't need to. You seemed very scared and nervous. Well, I mean, like, it's... Like, you know, a loud noise might spook you. Been a weird night. This is pretty average for me. Pretty typical. Huh. Well... One time I became a ghost. <laughs> Okay. Uh, really? Yeah, it sucks. Well, don't astrally project ever. It's not. It's not useful. Listen, I've um got some beer. Do you want to come in? Uh, I'm no slut, Tony. We haven't even gone on a date yet. What? I wasn't really suggesting anything like that. Uh. <laughs> I but, don't put out uh, until, like, the third date at least, Tony. Well, I don't so, think anything know. was mentioned about putting out, but, um, okay, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, good night. All right, call me sometime, and by me, I mean Adelaide's phone. Okay. <laughs> and Tony just walks up to his house, you fucking awkward motherfucker. Brad stands up out of a bush and goes, Morris, what was that, buddy? You have no game, and that's coming from me. Yeah. Mag pops up beside Brad. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, Morris is in a cult. <laughs> Obviously not a sex cult. The scene ends with Morris and Mags and Brad walking down the dark street towards the north of town, arguing about Morris's shitty game. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect ending note.
Hey everyone, this is Nate. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nameless Monsters. You can follow us on Twitter at namelessmon underscore pod and reach us by email at namelessmonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Monster of the Week was created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. If you like the show, please rate and review us on a podcasting platform of your choice and let your friends know you loved the show. We really appreciate the help. Be safe out there and happy hunting. We hope you enjoyed the music on today's episode. Most of our selections, including our show's theme song, Somewhere in the Dark, are used by permission of the composer, Holizna Radio, who can be supported on Patreon. You also heard Zombie Hoodoo by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Full listings and links can be found in our show notes and at namelessmonsters.podbean.com. gendered person probably like feel up Sheriff Gilly for this peppermint oil but I forgot that they were non-binary so I guess Morris will just be creepy I I don't think it has to be creepy my dude why do you have to feel them up I think if you're rubbing peppermint oil on someone's face and they're unconscious it's creepy Uh, unless you're a doctor and even then I don't think doctors are supposed to use peppermint oil I think you're the doctor now Morris all right Dr. Morris let's go he... And oh my god, we have this scene where Morris just like turns around very suddenly. Like the the camera is on Morris's back and Morris turns around very suddenly and they're suddenly wearing one of those uh, like doctor <laughs> headbands with the with the, the round thing. Yeah. I used to know with what that was called. It. And uh like a play he's stethoscope. Got a f- yeah, he's got a fucking stethoscope and a doctor like uh a Fisher Price medical coat. kit. Yes. And a, yes, and a Fisher Prize medical With kit. the big plastic syringe. Yeah. Episode 11, Perfect. Dr. Morris. And then Brad wakes up in his bed in a cold sweat <laughs> yeah. and goes, oh, God, what a dream. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What are we doing, guys? <laughs>